Welcome to Run the Valley Rambles. In this podcast, we explore some of the best walks in the Run the Valley. The Run the is full of beauty, interesting local history, and plenty of footpaths to keep you exploring. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'd love you to join me as I share my experiences and personal reflections of rambling in these hills. Hopefully, this will inspire you to explore more of the Ronda if you're local, or make sure you put it on your Wales bucket list if you're not. Let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Ronda Valley Rambles. This is episode four. So I'm building up a nice collection of walks in the Ronda and I really hope you're enjoying them. I found myself getting more and more excited about all the places there are to walk around here. All the tops of hills to get to, all the things to see. So yeah, I hope you're as excited as I am. And like always, if you've got any questions or suggestions, then please get in touch. This time on episode four, we are going to Clidach Lakes. In my mind, this is like the main place to go on a walk in the Ronda, or the mid-Ronda anyway, probably because it's so accessible, it has a cafe, and it's just generally a lovely park. The walk we're going to do today is about eight kilometres, five miles, and heads up to the left of the lakes, up the hill towards the wind farms, and comes back down again towards the bottom lake. It's all within the Clidach Countryside Park. So the easiest and quickest way to walk from the bottom lake to the top lake is just up the main track and it follows the Nantcliddach stream which comes down from the mountain above called Munith William Merrick. I tried to find out why it was called that by the way but the only thing that came up online was that he was a Welsh cricketer so maybe it was named after him but (laughs) I don't know is anyone else like that? I can't just accept that a hill is called William Merrick. I'm like, who was William? <laughs> Why has he got a hill named after him? Anyway, um, the walk up and down the lakes is really nice and there's a good wide track the whole way. But what's great is there are loads of other routes in the same area. The way I found today's walk is actually from the RCT, which is our local council's website. They have a section on Clidic Lakes where it shows you four walks on a little map. So I've printed it out and I've done the walks. There's two short, one medium and one long. So the great thing about today is that you can look on their website to find the walks rather than relying on my (laughs) instructions. I'll leave the link to that page in the podcast description. The short ones take the sort of rough route that I mentioned, so going from the bottom lake to the top lake. And yeah, they're really nice lakes. At the time of recording this, in the middle of lockdown... Um, There's been this nice little tradition that's been started with some rocks that people have been painting put along the side of the bottom lake, which is really nice. And the top lake is lovely as well with a little waterfall. And there is a secret extra top top lake, as I call it, with another waterfall, which often like freezes over in the winter. And I think doesn't even really exist in the summer. So, you know, (laughs) but it's really nice. So there's a medium length walk on that map, which we'll talk through today, and then a longer walk, which I've done a couple of times. It's really great as it goes right up high and goes around the top of the whole of Clidach Vale. It's nice because there's a bit on that walk where you're above this little rocky, cliffy bit. And I like looking over at those cliffs from my house and I 
can see them from my back garden and remembering sitting on those cliffs with a cup of tea I think I had a flask of tea it's like looking at myself in an alternate universe somehow um and in researching for this podcast I found out I think this is right that that little rocky outcrop has a name and it's called Taran T. Cafneo I think that's how you say it and it's it was kind of stone that was quarried and then used to help build up the frontage of the terraced houses in Cladach, which I think is really cool to look at that and see. And there's loads of, yeah, loads of sandstone like that in the valley, I think. But that's just an like, exposed bit you can see. Before we get into the walk, it would be good to talk you through kind of what goes on at Cladach Lakes, because it's, it's not just like a lake in a cafe. It's a countryside park and you can go canoeing there. You can do is it bushcraft? I'm not sure if it's called that, but you know, with like, you know, axes, dens, fire, that kind of thing. There's like loads of events and they're just lovely people. And in the summer and all year round as well, it's a really nice cafe to sit out in front of and look at the lake. What I love about Cliddick Lakes is that it's an amazing example of a place that was once like a really industrial place with the mine, but now has been transformed, or I guess you could say like reclaimed into a countryside park. The Cambrian Colliery that was there closed in 1967 and halfway up the main path to the top lake there is a memorial to the miners, this big wheel. And it's strange to think that back in, I think, the 1840s, before there was a mine here, Cliddick was just this quiet little valley with, like, trees and, you know, just just natural. And now it's kind of done this full circle and it's becoming that same peaceful valley that it used to be and I think a large part of that is down to the efforts of the people at Cambrian Village Trust so thank you for that we all appreciate it <laughs> so to begin the walk you need to start by the cafe if you're in the cafe car park facing the cafe and the bottom lake you need to go out onto the main road so the main road on the left and turn right onto that main road and then take the first little road up to the left Follow that road straight on towards the industrial park, but when the road goes round to the right, don't go right with it, go straight on alongside a fence on your right hand side, which has got like, um, yeah, the sort of start of the industrial park in it. So go along that path, and when you get to a fork in the path in front of you, head right up a short hill, and you'll join a fairly well established track. Turn left on this track, and head down it for about half a kilometre until you get to a green gate. When you get to this gate, go through it, turn right up a track which hugs the right-hand side of the forest. And basically here you head up this track for quite a while, and soon you'll realise, if you're a keen podcast fan, <laughs> that you're basically on the same track that comes after the Seven Humps on the Penegraig Walk. So keep walking up this track, ignoring any paths on the right and the left for quite a while until you get to a small stile and gate in front of you. You should now be up high enough to see the wind farms in front of you. Walk through this gate and after a hundred metres or so there should be a faint path on your right hand side. It doesn't look like a track, it is a really sort of faint path. So walk up the path up a little hill until you get to another stile in front of you. And this is where you might need to use a map because, as I've learned, if a path is marked on the map, it in no way means that it A, exists, or B, is obvious in any way, shape or form. <laughs> John and I tried to do a walk the other day where we came down from 
the William Merrick mountain above Clidic Lakes. And on the map, there is a path marked that takes you down to the top lake. And yeah, it didn't exist anymore. <laughs> you could see traces of it, kind of, but it was super overgrown. And like we saw an old style and an old footpath sign, but it was all just covered in over, yeah, in overgrownness. And we had to kind of karate chop our way through the undergrowth and all the spiky things. We actually woke up a fox doing it, which was quite cool. But it was one of those walks where you get your socks full of random scratchy things and you have loads of cuts on your legs. <laughs> and we were just, yeah, trying to forge our way through. So on a map, if a path is marked with a green dotted line, then it is a right of way. And according to law, you, it should be accessible to people who want to walk on it. And I actually keep meaning to write a letter to try and help that path get cleared. But now I'm saying it on here, I think I actually, I will do it, I will. The whole right of way thing can be quite a problem with especially with farms and when farmers don't necessarily understand or maybe agree with the laws they can like block the path or have a big problem with you trying to pass through it's really annoying and you have to try and argue with them yeah I'd like to think I'd be proud to have a right of way going through my farm but maybe maybe it's annoying but anyway um so back to the style climb over that style Behind you, you should be able to see over to England and the Severn Estuary, which is great. So over the stile, turn left onto a wide track with um, the fence on your left-hand side and the forest on your right-hand side. Walk along that track for just under half a kilometre. By the way, sorry if it annoys you that I'm switching between kilometres and miles. I kind of like to think of walks and, and runs and stuff in terms of miles, but then when I'm looking at my map to work out distances, it's much easier to do it in kilometres, so I hope that explains why. So that track will soon enter into the forest and you'll be on this wide track with trees on either side of you. You'll pass a path to your right and then a path to your left. And when you've walked for just under one and a half kilometres, there'll be a fork in the path. Take the right-hand track and head on that track for about 100 metres and then turn right again onto a very straight path which just heads down all the way back down to the lakes. If you wanted to make the walk longer you could have stayed on that main path through the forest and gone on and found the trig point of Munith William Merrick and then on from there headed to the top of the bulk. That route is part of the Ronda roller coaster route. If you don't know what the Ronda roller coaster is, it is quite the challenge. It's a long distance walking challenge I guess it's not really a race it is a race but it doesn't have a, such a racy vibe <laughs> racy vibe uh, it happens in May every year although obviously not this year and it's 26 miles and it's a walk through the Ronda it's like a marathon except everyone's walking and there's just kind of more snacks <laughs> and more more chances to eat it's really hard it starts in Trahavad then goes up to Drabanog, over Williamstown Hill, past Sub Zero, up the hill, up the hill at Penriver, down into Gilvagoch, up and over the hill that we're talking about today, ending up at the Buch. Then you go down into Tom Pentra, and that is only halfway. Then you go up and over the other valley, then up again to Tylerstown Tip, which is the big volcano-shaped slag heap. Then down to the Bryn Funon Pub in Slamono, then along the hill past Porth, and all the way back to Drahavod. Phew, it's it is quite a trek. I have done it a couple of times and it's an amazing way to see the Ronda, so big up to the Ronda roller coaster crew. Um, but I would really recommend it. It's, it's hard but a lot of fun. Anyway, back to our track that heads straight down. So walk down and you'll end up on a path 
above the main path leading between the two lakes. The route on the website says to stay up high and carry on that path and then cut back down near the cafe, but I decided to cut down earlier to the main path past the Cambrian Miners Memorial and then walk down the main path to the bottom lake as I just wanted to see the lake, but it's up to you what you want to do. And when you get back to the bottom lake, that brings you to the end of the walk. I hope you enjoyed. Just the little post-walk description disclaimer, retrospectively, is that as an Englishwoman, it's quite difficult to say the word clidach. It's not difficult to say it, it's difficult. It's one of those Welsh words you have to really commit to, and I just get nervous about over-committing. So <laughs> hopefully I said it properly enough times, but I might have chickened out a couple of times and said clidach. So I'm very sorry. English person problems. It's tough. It's really tough. <laughs> but we're trying our best. And now it's time for John's question. Hi, all right. What is your favourite walk in the Ronda? Very good question, John. <laughs> so, obviously, by the nature of the fact that I do this podcast, I have many favourite walks in the Ronda. But I suppose the walk that I go back to time and time again is walking up Penegraig Mountain, which is in a previous episode. I think because it's the hill I can see from my house and it looks really good and I like getting to the top and you can see quite far and then I think second to that will probably be Penpeach which is at the top of our valley and there's a lovely big waterfall and yeah I really like going up there because you get a really epic view down the valley. Okay that brings us to the end of episode four of Run the Valley Rambles. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time. Bye.